Evening. Hi. Hey. Good evening. How are you doing? Wonderful. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, fine. I can hear you great. You hear me fine? Yeah. Good. New microphone while traveling. Beautiful. How are you, Macaulay? How's New York? Uh, Good. We're upstate, about two hours north of the city at the moment, going back to the city tomorrow. Good stuff. What time is it over in uh, New York at the moment? Just past five. Is that in the afternoon? Yes. You're saying? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, well, should we get cracking as well? Yeah. This is Spanish Grandmaster Pepe Cuenca, and you're listening to the Full English Breakfast. So what's going on, guys? It's been a little bit of a slow chess news week. What have you been keeping yourselves busy with? I'm going to start off being a bit grumpy on this podcast because there is some construction work taking place. And it's starting at 7.30 in the morning. Drilling, literally coming through my wall every morning and lasting all day. Laws, the other day, mate, I I was shouting out my window because someone started a hedge trimmer at 10 a.m. Mate, this is unacceptable. (laughs) It's unacceptable. No loud Do they not know we are chess players? and don't get up at such hours. All right, you guys, you guys have got to quit whining because I'm over here in New York with two small children, three and one, who don't understand the concept of jet lag, so I win, hands down. <laughs> That's your own fault, I'm afraid. So, but yeah, okay, you do probably win, actually. And when they're waking up at 5.30 a.m., you think you've cornered the market on grumpiness. I got another thing to tell Corner you. Corner the market on grumpiness. Me and Simon, and this is, you think we're grumpy. We're the, like the most cheerful English chess players in the world, right? Like, if you went to the English list of top chess players, we wouldn't even rank in the top five of the grumpiest. There are some serious grumpy gits. There should be a award for the grumpiest chess player the grumpiest english chess player we'll start in england um yeah can we name any names know. without getting in trouble grumpy i mean danny's pretty grumpy on his day isn't he danny gormally i did what i was thinking of danny i have to say but he's a bit of a legend yeah. on his good days he is a legend on his good days they're all old and grumpy and you know something funny about danny you know he uh he did a youtube video where he revealed uh, that an anonymous account on Chess24 was uh, suspended for suspicion of, of cheating. He was a bit grumpy about that and made a, a video uh, basically uh, lamenting this. We quickly reinstated the account, but um, it was an anonymous account, uh, so we had no idea that it was a Grandmaster playing. And, you know, suspending it is not the same as a ban. Suspending it just means you have to show that you're a good player, basically, and then we unsuspend you. And so his YouTube video did that. I, actually, <laughs> I have to be honest, on, on chess.com uh, a couple of years ago, I, I had the same thing. I mean, it's the only time in my life when uh, I got a warning saying, uh, you know, um, you're on, under suspicion of cheating. And I uh, thought, a minute, am, am I actually playing that well? That makes such a nice change. You know, if, you, if, if you're ever under suspicion of cheating from, you know, an automated thing, that, that's a good sign. It means you're playing some good moves. So, you know, I'd love to have that nowadays. It doesn't happen. Anyway, uh, yeah, long story short, it sort of raised a little bit of a discussion about, you know, the standards of evidence that chess sites use to ban people. And, and you know, of course, you don't want to wrongfully suspend an account, especially if that would create any kind of a stigma. I think in general, there's nothing visible of an account when it's suspended. You just can't play in the play zone. So it's not like you get a red letter on your, you know, pinned on your account or something like that. This is quite an interesting point because um, I started on my YouTube channel to do these longer play time limits where I'm playing 15 minute games. And, you know, I basically work for chess.com. So I only play on chess.com. 
Mm. Um, and I think out of the first six games or something, I, I played four cheaters. So I, I think I lost four games uh, against mm. 1,800 players. And I thought, oh, my words, I'm so rubbish at this game. <laughs> and, <laughs> but the thing is, every time I played them and, uh, you know, I lost the game, uh, someone would tell me about half an hour later they were banned from the site. They got banned. Right. So right. Uh, they, they obviously have these quite good cheat detection things in place. Um, and I know they, they spend a lot of money on chess.com finding people, and I'm sure they do on chess24 and other sites. I mean, they take it very seriously. Um, but a funny, another funny thing was on, on the comments section on YouTube, loads of people were saying, oh, chess.com is terrible. All these cheats play there. And I was sort of thinking, well, is it really the fault of, you know, any website that cheats decide to cheat on it? Isn't that like saying it's the fault of a pub that people get drunk and start a fight? And I sort of, uh, you know, or the fault of a prison that there's prisoners there. But loads of people saying, oh, you shouldn't play on this site because there's too many cheats there. But it, is, it seems to be a massive thing between lower rated players. Mm. Why do people cheat online as well? That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. So, I mean, I mean. I can understand on one side of the argument what they want to what they want to do is they want to be able to boast to their friends. I beat Simon Williams. Here, guys, look how I beat a grandmaster. These are just random guys, and obviously they've got no chance against you, and they get a kick out of it. But uh, the real danger is in this, Simon, isn't it? Is when really strong players use uh, software and cheat online. That's when the real danger, as uh, we were talking about before. Uh, in the totally agree. I mean, the other thing, Loz, um, I think it was Andrew Martin, uh, you know, people mm. may know Andrew, international master, lives in England, bit of a legend in his teaching, his DVDs he's done. And um, he tweeted about this site. I um, can't even remember the name and I wouldn't want to say it anyway, which you can download a piece of software, which means you can cheat undetected, apparently on these sites. Wow, I didn't know about that. I remember that tweet, but that was actually nothing new. His his tweet was referencing something that that's always been around the possibility to have software that uh, is automatically moving for you on on a lot of different sites. So, that can be uh make it very hard for for sites to keep up. You know, it's a little bit of a cat and mouse game uh, as far as trying to stay ahead and trying to discourage that behavior. And you mentioned players getting a kick out of it when they're playing someone stronger. Yeah, of course, that's even compounded when you have like a live streamed banner blitz session where you know you're you're sort of getting some automatic notoriety by, just by virtue of being in a in a live webcast as well and even the best chess sites uh, that can try to detect and have good policies in place to screen games and and try to weed out cheaters. You know, if you come across a live webcast, uh, you can only try to address the problem after the the injury in, in effect, the damage is done in that, in that case. I, I still think it's, you know, it, it's probably not a big problem for most players on most of the reputable sites. You I know. think it's a big problem for like um, players, maybe let's say a higher level, but maybe um, at even lower level, people are trying to play a longer time limit and cheat, cheaters seem to prefer 15 minutes because they have time to look at the program or sure. the computer, you know, rather than blitz, you can't do that at the, the pace. But it seems that at that level, loads of the comments I'm getting back, and I like to hear what people think of this, is it actually a problem for players who, I don't know, let's say 1600 around there, are they finding they're playing a lot of cheats on these sites? Is it is it really a big, you know, epidemic? I don't know. I mean, it's, it'd be such a pity if it is. And another sort of business idea I thought had great potential about 10 years ago um, 
it was gambling on chess sites, you know, mm. 10 years ago. this I remember this guy, I think he was down in South England, designed this site like PokerStars where you could gamble on a game of chess. But this would just be impossible in chess because of cheating. It just would never work. Well, even poker had its moments. There was a really big scandal uh, a few years ago on one site. I'm not going to mention sites here. And basically there was something called God Mode where a certain number of people actually could see the cards that the opponent had, which obviously gives you an unbeatable advantage. But somebody got so greedy with this. I mean, if you have God mode, like imagine you're playing poker and you can see the other people's hand. Like if you're really clever about it, you are going to lose a number of hands, right? So not to be found out. But in the end, he was making calls with like Jack High, where you can't ever make a call with Jack High, given the line of your opponent, you know, and all of this stuff. And he got found out. How do so many people get caught out in life? Greed and Greed. ignorance. That's it. I mean, these Greed. people, it's in any, you know, these people who think yeah. they're clever, they get caught. Not yeah. just in, you know, cheating online, it's fraud and everything. They get greedy, don't they? They push their, they push it a little bit too much. They don't need to. So we're talking like, like master criminals now. I like it. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> well, there are still some chess sites that have tried to introduce uh, gambling, you know, playing games for money. Uh, without much success. I, I've just recently read about a new one that's supposed to be going beta in October. I think it was called the Elite Chess League. But, you know, they, they're they going to have this problem uh, if they have uh, anything like slow games. I mean, like 15-minute games. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, all the important competitions that are happening in online chess are being played at like 3-0 blitz time control. I mean, if you look at like one of the original ones, the ICC Open, which uh, just finished last month, actually was won by Chemelchan Marandi, an IM, goes by JJ. You know, you can have an IM win the ICC Open (laughs) without being cheating. I have no reason to to think that uh, this particular IM was in any way cheating. And obviously ICC doesn't either. They wrote a big news article about him winning the thing. Of course. Well, bringing it back to where we started with uh, Danny Gormali, again, not a cheater as far as I know. (laughs) Danny's a great guy. I want to say that. Danny is not a cheater. He's an honest guy. He's definitely not a cheater. That's clear. But the point of the story was that he was playing on an anonymous account and we, I mean, at Chess24 and I think, you know, all the sites will allow grandmasters to play anonymously. That's fine. Usually there's some condition that they also play under their own name on another account, let's say, and then they can play on an anonymous account. That's been kind of the standard operating procedure. But obviously, if we don't know about it, if it's if it's an anonymous account that we don't even bother to, uh, you know, to be able to get the to add the GM title to or to uh, create as a, as a free premium account, you know, it's just somebody registers an account and starts playing on, then it's easy to see how if you go, you know, skyrocketing up to 2700, that is going to, you know, raise some red flags, you check it out and you say, okay, uh, who are you? And <laughs> why are you playing so well, basically? And that's what happened. And we immediately unsuspended the account. Of course, now it's not anonymous. He's already made a YouTube video about it. So <laughs> he'll have to make a new account if he wants to play anonymously again, um, which it sounds like he was kind of unsure about doing anyway, because he has some sort of, uh, you know, he, he tends to get addicted to playing online chess, uh, according to his video. 
but I mean, it's totally fine to play anonymously and it's totally fine to be a grandmaster play anonymously, but you should expect that if you're going to be a grandmaster and play like one anonymously, that eventually a chess site is going to say, Hey, uh, can you, can you let us know who you are? Well, you know, yeah. we can, we can still keep it a secret. You can still play anonymously, but you can't, you, you know, we can't have people running around with playing with their chess engine. Well, I had a quite a funny story. Um, <clears throat> this is going back a couple of years, uh, um, probably about three years when I used to play on the internet chess club on the first sort of sites and um someone told me like oh I, you know you're playing against some Norwegian guy and I, I and I remember this I was playing I played against some 2400 Norwegian guy and I kept kept blooming losing and I was about I don't know I was a lot higher rating this guy and I thought and this this place this guy's playing so well and then I was told um it was Magnus playing on his friend's account you know <laughs> Magnus was just giving me a good stuffing and uh but had I known it was Magnus I mean that, that would have been great you know but still well yeah I mean you know, just and again just to clear up any any doubts at all a lot of people I get trolled a lot oh was it your friend Fabiano playing on your account like we a he lives in a in a totally different country totally different time zone and we don't even, like... I thought you had him locked up in your uh, cupboard, no? Yeah, that's what people think, that I've just got him in a... I've got him... Since since we stopped working together, I kidnapped him and got him in a cage in the corner in my flat in Hamburg. I want to play a game online. Yeah, in just just in case. And we know? all know that he just plays chess for pizza and beer, you know? He doesn't... He would never ask for money or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's not like... He's a good boy. Uh, but, yeah, so... Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of a shame to see these... Especially when they're really well-known players, right? And when they're really well-known players and there's legit evidence. You know, again, we're not going to name names. I know there's a, there's been a few in the past few years. And and that's really sad. I mean, I don't personally see the temptation to cheat. Is it just financial goal for the top players? I mean, like, let's, you know, GM cheating. Is there, is there what is the temptation? I don't get it because like that's the whole point, right? So I can understand there are still some tournaments. Shout out to chess.com, title Tuesdays. So there is a financial incentive there. I can understand that. But for other tournaments where there's just no financial incentive to see Grandmasters cheat, I legitimately have no idea why they're doing it. They are putting so much on the line for nothing in return. It's disgraceful. And anybody who has been caught, I think should be named and shamed. And uh, they should uh, suffer the consequences because they are the role models of our sport, professionals. I do, I do obviously agree with what you say, Loz. Um, definitely, you know, but I know, you know, again, not mentioning any names, there's been a couple of people, you know, again, who've come out and said, yes, I did cheat. Well, hang on. You just said you just said they should be named and shamed, and then you're saying we shouldn't mention any names. So what? what? I think Loz said <laughs> because that. it's not our because it's not our duty. It's what I'm saying. There is not our duty to name and shame them it's the it's the duty of the site that they played on if they if they want to also they don't have to of course they don't have to because it does create because they also have to be 100 percent certain right they well, like you can never be a, you can never be 100 percent certain. oh right? you can never be 100 percent certain but you know case wasn't there this is going back eight years where a site mm. didn't name and shame someone and that person mm. took the site to court yeah, and went for a massive payout because they said oh, I ruined my career because now people think I'm a cheat. So you, there's a lot of problems, and they, you know, you can't just say this guy's a cheat. You can't, you know, it, it's really it, in some ways it's better to do it quietly, I think. Um, but if someone does make a mistake once, if they admit to it and they say, "Really, I'm sorry," in some ways it's not life-threatening. Come on, it's it's a real bad thing to do. Um, they should have a ban. 
but it's going to mm. ruin their own career. But they, they should kind of be given another chance, I think, as well, in some ways. I say that, you know, I'm not even sure I'm, I believe my own words, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a tricky one. Well, I think the trend that will continue, um, and this was certainly the case for the ICC Open, for all the speed chess championships, um, that you have the players participating on a webcam, which uh, does do some of the work to try to uh, to cut down on on the possibility of, of cheating. And that's probably going to become even more standard. Yeah, well, what I normally do when I, I do my streams on a webcam, I normally have someone standing behind a monitor with a like plastic thing telling me the right moves. You know, but, oh, oh, did I just? <laughs> oh, no, oh, oh, oops. <laughs> so you know. Oops. <laughs> but unfortunately, they're not very good moves, so they don't work very well. Oh, it's just so hard as well, isn't it? Chess. It's just insanely hard. I'm starting to hear some slamming doors and uh, and the patter of, of tiny feet. Um, so probably we should wind it up for this week and come back uh, uh, fresh next week with some more some new topics. Definitely. So to all of my well my ah lovely listeners, this has been a pleasure. This episode. No, it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure, you know. And it's a bit late here as well, but it's been great fun as always. The time has flown by. Now I know how like you know Joe Rogan feels because they just go off on tangents on his pod and whatever and the next thing you know boom three hours three and a half hours later (laughs) yeah we got a lot of segments uh, stewing to bring in the coming weeks and uh, at some point we're also going to take a little summer hiatus want to warn people now but keep the the comments coming on our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the FEB and you can now uh, find the show. Did I mention this last time? You can find the show at thefeb.com directly. Just go to thefeb.com and that button there that says donate, don't be afraid to to click it with the left button on your mouse. If you listen online too, if you are listening to the show online, don't left click it because that will stop listening. So right click it and open a new tab. That's an advanced tip. And then you can keep the show running while you donate. You can have your name listed on the Hall of Fame of the Full English Breakfast. If that isn't a life accomplishment, I don't know what is. So many, many people's bucket lists that they're, they're, I think I think that's enough. Enough of the plugging? I think so. Thanks, as always, International Master Lawrence Trent, Grandmaster Simon Williams. We'll see you next time. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Bye. My name is Pepe Cuenca, and I'm listening to the to the full English breakfast. That's it. This is, and you're listening. Okay, 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 okay. You're listening. Yeah. All right. So this is Spanish Grandmaster Pepe Cuenca, and you're listening to the full English breakfast. One more time without the so.